Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, you're back for another episode on the Sick Podcast with the Raiders Recap. And today, we're going to be talking about why the Raiders need to start Aiden O'Connell for the rest of the season, even if Jimmy G is healthy. So, without further ado, let's get this intro started, and let's get into it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal, everybody? Once again, it's another episode of the Sick Podcast with the Raiders Recap. Make sure you guys tap on the like, on the subscribe button. Hit on the little notification bell so you get updated when we drop episodes like this one here. But like I was saying, we got to go over why the Raiders need to start Aiden O'Connell for the rest of the season, in my humble opinion, right? Now, I know some people may disagree with me and say Jimmy G gives us the best chance to win, but I believe that Aiden O'Connell is the best chance to win. Why do I believe that? When we saw the Raiders' offense for how stagnant it looked with Jimmy G throughout the first three weeks, with Aiden O'Connell, although he did turn the ball over, although, although he did look like a rookie at times, I can make the argument that the offense looked a little smoother, even, you know, through all those inexcusable turnovers that some of them had. Now, you have to admit that some of Aiden O'Connell's was due, some of Aiden O'Connell's struggles were due to the offensive line struggling as well. They've been very, very inconsistent, and it showed throughout the film. The right guard position is still a weakness for this team. We might as well have kept Alex Bars the way Greg Van Roten is playing and some of the things. And just the fundamental things the offensive line are doing, like not passing off TE stunts, not passing off certain stunts that the defensive line are doing. They're just It looks like they're straight-up man blocking, and they get confused at certain times. So at the end of the day, there were free rushers in Aiden O'Connell's lap. There were free rushers, you know, whenever he was trying to drop back in some of the times, and he never got a real consistent flow going until that second half. Also, a big reason to me why Aiden O'Connell looked like a rookie was the play calling, was the play caller, and that is Josh McDaniels, right? I don't think he put Aiden O'Connell in positions enough to win. When you watch the film, when you go over the game this past Sunday, you look, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of deep, deep intermediate routes, right? You got you got 20-yard routes that set that take a long time to set up that you need offensive line protection for, right? So at the end of the day, as a play caller, he knows the offensive line isn't as strong. He knows he has a rookie quarterback in there, and the game might be just a tick fast to start off. Why not give the young rookie some 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 easy throws, right, some easy curls, some easy outs? By the way the Chargers defensive backs were playing, they were playing so far off the goddamn ball, we might as well have just ran some 10-yard outs, 10-yard quick curls, something like that to get the, get the kids' rhythm going, right? But that's, as you guys saw, that's not something we started to get to until until the later parts of the game. And that's the second half when the Raiders started to make their comeback. That's when you saw the Raiders' offense get to clicking because we were starting to go quick, starting to hit them quick, right? And not trying, not trying to wait for these deep intermediate routes to develop, right? The next, there are things, like I said, Aiden O'Connell did not play perfect. And I'm sitting here admitting to y'all, he did not play perfect, but I do still think he gives us the best chance to win. There are... A number of throws, right? And this is kind of a negative, but it's going to go into a positive. A number of throws on the film that he did miss, right? And he did miss a couple deep. He did miss a couple deep shots to Trey Tucker, left a couple to Michael Mayer. 
uh, open. Hunter Renfro was there a couple times. He left some to Devontae, some to Jacoby. Everybody had a couple catches that they could have had, right, that Aiden O'Connell missed. But to me, it was more of this is my first NFL start, right, and I'm not trying to make a mistake. I'll check the ball down here. The offensive line, I already know in the back of his head was probably like, okay, they're not going to give me that much time, so I got to get rid of the ball. I See, the difference between him and Jimmy G, Jimmy G just literally was not seeing the field, right? He was not seeing the field, happy feet, right? And, and at the end of the day, was still making bad decisions. Now, Aiden O'Connell was, you know, dropping the ball down, doing check downs, and some, some passes could have been a deeper type of, of reception. But at the end of the day, right, when we're talking about, you know, a rookie in his first start with more game experience under his belt, with more confidence that he gets, he'll be able to sit there and say, well, you know what? Maybe I can hit this deep shot over here, right? Maybe I can take the chance. Maybe I can start playing with more anticipation like he is used to doing, right, with more confidence. At the end of the day, there was a number of throws, positively, that he had on Sunday that were anticipatory throws, right? Very, very on target. And this is one of the strengths of this guy, right? He's a very anticipatory thrower, okay? So at the end of the day, you know, he's able to throw an out route before Devontae gets into his break. He's able to uh, throw a comeback before the guy even breaks and comes back to the ball. He's one of those type of quarterbacks. So with more timing, with more confidence, right, he will be able to hit stuff like that. At the end of the day, right, we have to understand, Aiden O'Connell was thrust into that starting position on Sunday. As much as we wanted him in there, of course, we all wanted him in there. At the end of the day, right, you got to understand he was the third string quarterback for three straight weeks, right? And in NFL, in the NFL practice world, just in football world period, if you're the third string, you're not getting a lot of reps, right? Especially quarterback. Quarterback, your first string gets the majority of the reps, right? The second string gets just a little bit right there, right, to prepare him just in case he needs to go in. And then the third string gets the scraps from that, right? So at the end of the day, think about how much experience he has not gotten, right? Think about how much reps, how many reps he has not gotten yet, right? Now, if the Raiders were had to elevate him to QB2, he would have had more reps. He would have had more seasons. But we were seeing him being thrust in there as the QB3, straight to the QB1, right, with not a lot of practice time. And this is coming from somebody within the Raiders organization, right? Don't know any names, but this is from somebody inside the front office that said, if Aiden O'Connell was going to be the plan, you would think Josh would prepare him better, okay? And this is, this is coming from somebody inside the organization. So at the end of the day, there, there are things that the coaching staff did not do to prepare this young kid. And still, we saw flashes of what it could be, what he could be. And last but not least, why I think Aiden O'Connell should start. Per Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, Devontae Adams, number one, wants to stay in Las Vegas long term, okay, despite all the trade rumors that everybody wants to talk about, he's not going anywhere, okay, Devontae is staying where he's at, which I respect, because we need to get this thing turned around, he wants to be part of the turnaround, just like Max Crosby, but per Jeremy Fowler, Devontae Adams is a big believer in a no comment, okay, coming from a guy like that, who I believe does not get praised lightly, okay, he will not just throw around praise, if he doesn't like some, he, he might not say it outright, but he'll let his feelings be known some way or another. For him to say that about a fourth-round rookie 
and him, and he's thrown little nuggets throughout the offseason as well. This is the first time he said something positive about Aiden O'Connell. It shows. He sees something, okay? He sees something. And there are a number of times in the game on Sunday, he's trying to throw to Devontae, maybe some back shoulder stuff. He's just not ready to hit yet because he doesn't have the timing and rapport with Devontae. But you can kind of see it coming. You can kind of see it there. It's there a little bit. But I think with more practice time, with more reps, with more in-live game experience, he will be better than Jimmy G in the long run, and he's going to give us a better chance to win. That's just how I view it. Now, he has to stop the turnovers. He has to hold on to the ball, of course. But at the end of the day, I think that this kid can give us a better chance than Jimmy Garoppolo. But if Jimmy is healthy this week going into practice, it's going to be real interesting to see what the Raiders do as far as the quarterback situation. Right now, as it sits, I'm 80, maybe 75% sure. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, Josh McDaniels is going to roll with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm 75% sure. And all the reason they're saying that is because he's, he's tied the boat. You've tied the boat to him. All right? You've you tied and mortgage your future to Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going to have to make it work somehow. But if it's me and a smart coaching staff says, all right, it doesn't matter how much money we paid you. If the young kid is playing better and he gives us a chance, well, fuck it. We're just going to put him in. That's going to be the dilemma that we have with this coaching staff and Josh McDaniels. Are they going to put the pride to the side? Are they going to put the dollar amount to the side and choose talent? over the money. And that's how I believe the Raiders coaching staff have to go about this. So at the end of the day, let's see if Jimmy is clear. Let's see if Jimmy is healthy to play. If so, we're going to see your boy. But against Green Bay, I would like to see Aiden O'Connell. I think uh, a Green Bay is a good team to put Aiden O'Connell in there. I think in this three-game stretch would be a perfect time to see Aiden O'Connell, right? If you're talking about you play Green Bay now, New England next week, Chicago after that, that's a perfect three-game stretch to see what the kid has, all right? These are teams that are not super, super beefed up or in Super Bowl contention as of right now. So at the end of the day, this would be a good test for him. So I would like to see him in these three-game stretch, but let's see if Jimmy plays. So remember, make sure you guys hit the like, hit the subscribe button. For all your Raider news, make sure you're tapping on the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. All right, you know we're going to keep you updated with whatever drops and whatever happens with the Las Vegas Raiders. Share this out to all your homies, all your friends, man, who are Raider fans that you want to come in here, join the conversation, and comment down below if you agree or disagree with starting Aiden O'Connell. So remember, hit all the buttons, and we're going to catch y'all next time on the Raiders Recap. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.